Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I sound like I'm a 10-year-old pubescent boy. I <laughs> I mean, sure. No, you don't. You, you sound like a, you've got the plague. <laughs> You sound like you're sick. I'm a Victorian child. Hey, please, sir, may I have some medicine? <laughs> please, sir, may I have some more plague? Plague, sir. Yes, as you can probably hear in my voice, I am not well. And I shouldn't be in an enclosed space with you, <laughs> but I've accepted my fate. You know when you're living with your person, like either your partner or your family, and they get sick, yeah. and you just start the clock? Yeah. Like you're just like, all right, I've got a 48-hour window left where I'll feel yeah. okay, and I'm just trying to do as much stuff in this 48-hour window as possible. <laughs> yeah, but you got up this morning, and you were like, soon as you got up, all of a sudden your nose just started running like mm -hmm. a tap, and you were like, it's begun. Yeah. And here's my timer. This, Clocks are ticking. There's something about, like there's something so powerful about being in control of your fate. Yeah. Though I love it. <laughs> like I just go like I let this I'm like I'm letting the sickness take me and yeah. now I'm in control because I'm like I knew you were coming but you can't sneak up on me because often when you get sick it sneaks up on you you're like oh no I'm sick I didn't that's expect that that's what happened that. to me yeah I was like I I remember being on the plane and feeling the exact moment usually I look I could be the only one who feels this but like I can feel when I'm about to get sick before I'm sick. And it's always, it always starts in my throat and it always is after I just swallow. And then all of a sudden I like have, it's like a little pin. It starts with a little dot. I think at the that's back of my every throat. human on earth. Do you feel it? I feel oh, it. Okay. That's like a normal you, human yeah, function. You thought you're like this psychic. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was special. No, you're like, I'm not I'm like, like the other I'm girls. I'm not like the other girls. I feel sickness coming before I get sick. <laughs> No, that is um, what it's like the when you... The human race. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good to know you're not a robot, I guess. Meg's not an alien confirmed. That is good. That is good to know. Uh, yeah, look, I I had so much shit to get done this week and I still do. I still have to do it. I'm just slowly condensing my week mm. because I have to have the house ready for photography by the time we go away to New Zealand, which we are doing on Sunday. So, you know. I thought I had all the day Sunday as well. I don't know why. I thought we were leaving like the afternoon. No, dude, Turn we're leaving it like, we have to be at the airport by like 4.35 a.m. Yeah, I know. I found yeah. out about this yesterday and I, I was not thrilled. <laughs> You're walking through like, like, do, 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 I had a phone call this morning from a friend of mine. Uh, you have was... friends? What? <laughs> First time on the pod hearing about this. What the fuck? Dude, you've been holding out. What an unnecessary drive-by. I'm so sorry. All right, go fucking choke on your own tongue again in your sleep. You were coughing last night and you sounded like a Megatron. Dude, All right? You know you're sick when you can hear you breathing. Like, I... Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was That's like, true. I turned around at one point in the night and I was like, are you okay? And you just went... No. I'm, I'm actually I'm real I'm the real Vader you said yeah you sound like Darth Luke. Vader of Voldemort became a Decepticon I am your father yeah, oh god <laughs> um yeah yeah it, anyway you have friends yeah yeah and one of them called me a, a, a comedian friend of mine um mm. 
uh, James uh, McCann, very funny man. God, he's so funny. He's dude. He called me about something else, right? But during the conversation, he showed and displayed, and it's happened a lot. He's not the first person to bring this up to me. Yeah, legitimate concern towards <laughs> my lifestyle <laughs> and how much I've been touring. <laughs> He's just like, are you going to stop? And I was like, no, I got New Zealand and I'm leaving on Sunday for a month. And he's just like, that's not okay. (laughs) Every time you see him as well, he says like the same thing. And then every time you go back and you book in more shows. And I, but he thinks friend. it's my brother. He thinks it's like an Elvis situation where my brother, <laughs> who's the snowman it, in the situation, he thinks it's like out of my will. He's like, okay, but just, he's like, if your brother comes and says, book him more show, you can just like call me and like, you need, to. I'm like, it's not forced, man. I he agree wants to-, to advocate for yeah. you. He's just like, if that other kid's your brother comes a knocking, just, you he know. thinks you're being like whipped he, to do it. No, he was. He was like, he goes, if if they bring you a special substance and they say take this, you'll get through the next month. He goes, do not take it. <laughs> Call me. But it's I've noticed that from a lot of people, and it's kind of maybe we've hit the point. I guess that that was the experiment this year of like how much can you jam into a year. I reckon we yeah. did it. But I don't know, this, man. I. Look, I, I get that, but also after seeing Matt Rife's schedule. But he's going to be like a shell of a person. He's going to be a shell of a human. He will not be a, like, he will just be completely depleted. I like, saw his tour schedule and made me feel sick. Yeah. And this I, is coming from a guy who makes other people feel sick. Yeah. When they say my, because yeah. this is what I was going to say. At the start of the year, Sorry. people around me were proud of me. Legitimately. <laughs> they were like proud and they were like you're achieving your goals and you've wow like congratulations there was so much generosity and love directed towards me at the start of the year yeah Did the uk which things were just going so well and then i dropped the tour announcement of this australian tour that yellow one with all the dates that people would have seen on instagram maybe the big one yeah and that proudness turned into legitimate concern by everyone close to me. Yeah. In like a not joking way. I thought it was a joking way because I used to play it. I was like, ha, yeah, right. And then people will be like, no, you're going to die and it's going to catch up to you. And one day you're going to wake up in mid-November and your girlfriend's going to sound like a Decepticon and and you're going to realize we've pushed things too far. And here we fucking are, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here we fucking are. All right. We got there. We fucking got there. Come on. Have a high five. I don't want to touch you. Go oh, <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. Foot high five. Foot high under five. Under the table. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Um, but anyway, welcome back to Luke and Meg. <laughs> we need to spin the wheel. We do. Please, one. I am begging. Please. We did get fucking turned up last weekend. Um, I thought there was no chance. I was like, I, we are definitely winding down. There is no possible way that I could... Like I could, I just there's no way that I could turn up because my body would fail me mm-hmm. if I turned up. And guess what I did? I turned up, and my body's failed me. Yeah, we we got home at two a.m. on Monday morning this week. That was good. God, please be a wind down. All right, I'm All spinning right. it. I'm spinning it. Go. Oh God, I need this. I said this last week. Please, 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 please. Don't fail me. Oh, I've what lost is it? My oh my down. god, it's a wind down. It is literally on the cusp. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, thank fuck. Do 
Would you have got a very potty mouth this episode? Oh, really? I'm yeah. so sorry. You know what? That is something that I has been getting so much worth. Worth. <laughs> my brain's also sick. And my potty mouth. I think we need to get a swear jar. I think so. The wheel is spinning on itself. That's fine. It's spinning back to wind down. It knows we need this. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm going to do it a little bit more for you. Yeah, I've, I've been getting a potty mouth on stage lately. I watched a clip back the other day. Yeah, we had to. And just went, all right, mum was right. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting silly. It's getting a bit out of hand now. I, I posted it last night, so people have seen it. I It's like me talking to, uh, I was trashing hairdressers and sticking up for someone who did plumbing for the council. Yeah. And in this video, there is like a 20 second period where I think I dropped four F-bombs. That's one every five seconds. Have you still got that clip? I want to do an F-bomb tally. (laughs) It's on my Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you, you, but didn't you get rid of some of the Fs? Uh, No, we just didn't subtitle some because it was like TikTok just doesn't like that. The algorithm doesn't yeah, like too right. many, and uh, it was—it just got a bit out of hand. And and one of those things where, you know, obviously my parents are so lovely; they're like the loveliest people on planet Earth. Yeah, they mean so well. And I was brought up in a household where we d- did not swear, and still don't. Yeah, I mean, often, you know, occasionally, uh, if someone drops something, there will be a a shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, perhaps even a crap. Just one of those things where, like, yeah, we we weren't allowed to swear growing up um mm-hmm. it wasn't uh, it was definitely frowned upon in the house then i started doing this comedy thing and obviously i was just being myself on stage you know and yeah. and, and i think with young people it's become a generational thing where i feel like it is getting to the point where young people we just don't hear it anymore like no. if i talk to my mate and he's just like oh i went down to the fucking shops i'm like oh what did you buy at the shops yeah. like i and we say it in places and old people i think they're right you know, older old people, like, you young people swear too much. And maybe a few years ago, I would have been like, ah, you're just old. Like, who cares? That's just how we talk. And then I've, like, caught myself on camera. I watch it back and I'm like, okay, they got a point. Like, this isn't... I sound dumb, which is all the time. But, like, I mean, I sound extra unintelligent. Yeah. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah. Australia Australia is <laughs> in a crisis. We have a national crisis on our hands. And no, it's, it's a national fucking crisis. It's a national fucking crisis. All right. <laughs> Australia has a potty mouth on them. Australia, yeah. all of us need a fucking swear jar. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I see what I mean. Like we all need a swear jar because yeah, talking to friends and stuff, particularly regionally, because I think I've picked it up more so from talking it was, to cattle farmers and shit. It was when I, it was the Queensland leg. It was the Queensland leg, dude. Like I... Have a real potty mouth on me now. So what happens when you spend more than 48 hours in Townsville? Yeah. Yeah. Australia, you know what we all need? We just need one giant swear jar everywhere. Like maybe in every suburb. Do you know how much more money we'd raise for the Royal Children's Hospital <laughs> if we had to flick in 10 cents every time we dropped an F-bomb? <laughs> We'd rip through the old tally within a month. Dude, every time you go on stage, you would like lose the money that you got from the show. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even break even you... from like doing a theater at 50 bucks a ticket at this point. It's getting silly. And I made a genuine effort. I don't know how I did. I haven't watched the footage back. But I chose, I definitely realized a few times during the shows in Geraldton. Yeah. Uh, mm. After how frustrated I was watching myself back, 
and I chose to use other words and it's better. Yeah, and and I was more, pr- I was proud of myself and I walked off stage with my head held higher. Yeah. I mean, it I still better. did probably swear a lot, but I guess some are written into jokes. Yeah. So like if you come see a show and I, and I obviously will swear, it's part of my show. Some I do on purpose. Like there's, I drop one C bomb. I always try and drop one C bomb, and it's a one point of the show. Yeah, but that makes it funny. And and it's one of those things. And no, but that bothers me because I've tried it with other words. Yeah, I've tried the bit multiple times using different variations of just phrases and things I could r- supplement the C bomb with. Yeah, and nothing's as funny because just... it just catches you off guard when I say it people go oh he hasn't said that yet like why do, Why would he use that now I wonder it's such a silly way, <laughs> place to put a... it as well in the it show. is a strange place to put it but I think that's what makes it so funny as well because it's like it if you're yeah if you're not saying it many a times then it holds its like value almost and when you drop it it's more spontaneous yes. it's more like wait what like so it's, comedically swearing is a tool yeah. that i've just started um not I've using just started, it as vocabulary as um <laughs> yeah like if i'm thinking sometimes <laughs> i'll be like what the fuck was i talking about like and it's like why why even say that? It's a waste of breath. Yeah, and it, it doesn't make <laughs> no, you s- no sound reason. smart. It, yeah. it, if anything, it alienates some of the crowd. Yeah, because I know that older people don't find that. Like it's one of the things. Like when mum and dad, they don't say anything anymore. Obviously, when they come to a show, like they just go, "Hey, it was great. We're proud of you." But occasionally, mum will just drop in. You did swear a lot, and I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't care. No, she's just like you know, it's a word. She's. It's- she has the. Um, she makes a good point, though. It's a great point. In but like obviously, yeah, it's like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I just think it's a. It's it's not just you, and it's not just me. I honestly just think that it's a nationwide issue but you know that Australia has been having. It's you know, so fun. It's so much fun to swear. It is, it is fun. Oh, it's so much more fun, and it's more expressive as well. Mm. Like. I don't know. I get a kick out of it. My brain's like, ah, fuck. Like, oh, just. It's a fun word. It's a fun word to but say. We need to think of another fun word that's not, some people wouldn't deem as offensive. Like, I used to say fudge. Every, that's boring. Yeah, I hate when people I know. supplement an, the F word with another F word. You need to completely change the word. Like, ah, yeah. oh, tuna sticks. Yeah, but it's the F. Fuh. You know what Fuh. I do? And I, I often rip a hooli dooly. Oh, yeah. I've been known to do that. Holy dooly. Like, Jesus. I, that's more replacing Jesus Christ, though. Yeah. I go, goodness gracious. That's good. Yeah. I don't know why I turn into a 40-year-old middle-aged, you know, woman, but that is what, what I do. What about you just reference, like, early 2000s bands? Like, what in the Hoobastank? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's... That I was about to say, that's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said, oh, boom, funk MC. I don't know. Oh, I know. Um, but yeah, I do think that's an issue. And, you know, let us know what we could do to what supplementing words we could use or how to help the nation get over this. I would like to challenge all our listeners this week. When you feel an F-bomb brewing, right, in yeah. your soul, you know it's going to come out. Try and in the in the time between it gets from your brain to your mouth. Try and supplement the word, yeah, with something else. That's Change a- it, switch it up, just and do it as a personal challenge. And I bet you'll realize if you're conscious of it how often you're unnecessarily swearing. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, well, I don't even... That's the thing, though. Half the time, it just comes out. Like, I, think I don't just, even know. It's, I don't even register that I've said it. I'm trying to think of, like, my friends. That are, obviously, like, my friends, yeah, like, will all swear. But I'm probably one of the most guilty people of doing it the most. I am but the worst. You're shocking. I'm the absolute worst. Like, yeah, I've noticed before on this podcast, usually, like, you know what? I've noticed it for weeks and weeks on end. Yeah. But this time I was just, I have to say something. No, it's, and I'm so glad that you did say it because now I'm conscious about it. And now I'm like, okay, how do I supplement yeah. these words? You know, not just like say it. I'm kind of thinking more about what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's good. That's a good thing. You got to, that's why you got to pick you got to pick up people up on these things because otherwise you're not going to get better. Now I'm like scared that if I do swear and it is funny, we'll be really just, instead of laughing, now we'll both just be disappointed ever. <laughs> like we're going to be too conscious uh, of what we're saying. <laughs> um, Sorry. I had a thought. Oh no, not another one. Oh. Fudge, uh, flabbergasting. Uh, what in the Hoobastank? Yeah, <laughs> what in the Hoobastank? He had a thought. Is that the name of the band? I don't know what, what you're talking about. Oh, you've no never heard idea. of that band? No idea what you're talking Is about. Yeah, Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Yeah, they're still at 9.3 million monthly listeners. What? Are, what's their pop most popular the song? The Reason? I don't know, man. I don't really know this song. Oh, oh yeah, and the reason is you. Yeah, great. I don't know this song. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not a perfect person. I, do I didn't mean to do those things to you. And now everyone who complimented my singing voice in the uh, last few episodes ago is like, oh no. Yeah. Put it back in a box, yeah. you know. Shove that right down. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? You had a you had a thought. Yeah. And take this seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, what? Because I just feel like sometimes when I bring up my thoughts on this pod, yeah, you don't. I, they're, they're met with like more amusement than actual curiosity. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm gonna broaden my horizon and open my mind. All Thank right. You. Let it in. Do you reckon anyone's ever done a root in gumboots? <laughs> Just gumboots. You can't this come is what out I mean. and say that. I said take what? it seriously and it feels like well, yet again. What in the my... mistake you talking about? <laughs> what in the three doors down did you mean by that? <laughs> yes. I reckon if you look that up, on on Pornhub, absolutely, it'll come up. It'll be like a... Do you reckon there's a gumboot category? Yeah, it'll be like... It'll be under some, farming or something. 100%. Multiple uh, people. Not a, I didn't, wasn't even thinking Agriculture. That. No, music festival. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah, but I feel like music festival... I've never been to one, by the way. You so. have been to one. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, but I've never I've never it. been to one. Yeah, I've been to day music festivals. So I've you never know been... what we're going to be doing at the next musical festival <laughs> we get invited to? If Maybe you see there's... us in gumboots, you know what we're there to do. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason why we've never been invited to a to a festival together. No, I, I mean, I've never been to like an overnight one, like a three-dayer. I've been yeah. to one-day ones. I, I feel like that's just a... I wouldn't even call it a festival. That's I've like never been to one. That's so. just like an outdoor music gig where there's multiple bands. I don't know. Yeah, a festival feels like a, a an event where you stay there for the weekend. You go into the bush and you, I guess, you root in gumboots, man. <laughs> you but root in gumboots. I 
what I was going to say is I just feel like if you were to um, participate in those, um, I'm trying to avoid saying the F-bomb again. If you were to participate in those kind of activities in a paddock, wouldn't you just, um, (laughs) you know, move around the clothing that you're wearing and not get completely nude? That feels like very Woodstock to just. Oh, you're talking about like just gumboots. I meant like nothing else. No other clothing and both parties are wearing gumboots. (laughs) Do you reckon that's ever happened? Because the reason why I had this thought, and I should exp- I should have explained this way before this, <laughs> I was thinking about what is the most undesirable shoe. Because yeah. I think we were talking about Crocs and how they're coming back. Like, no. Crocs, Crocs are fully back in now. Yeah, but like Crocs, you still wouldn't fuck in them. A pe- oh, fuck! Pe- fuck! Jake! Ah! Ah! I can't stop saying it. People wouldn't be... They wouldn't have sexual intercourse in... <laughs> <laughs> Like. They wouldn't have Foxtrot <laughs> uniform Charlie Kilo. <laughs> no, but uh, they they would. Like, I, I bet a listener of our show is rooted in Crocs before. Just Crocs? I reckon. Nothing else? On a balcony. It feels like something you do around a pool. God, I don't know, man. Because, like, you know what your feet... I don't know. Around the pool? Like shower. Oh, Actually, yeah. Like when you go in the shower, you're using your thongs. Someone might have Crocs. Here's a question I'd love to put out. And you can send it anonymously to us on Instagram. or, or the, Send it to the Luke and Meg Instagram or, or us personally. But more likely, we'll see it on the Luke and Meg Instagram. Yeah. And we'll keep you anonymous. What's the strangest outfit slash attire that you've rooted in? <laughs> I think we're going to get some crazy ones here. Like, do you reckon anyone's ever done it dressed as a minion? Oh, actually, I do know. Like, just I as you're about to know, really... like, oh, baba booey. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you just unlocked this memory because I had this buried in the back. Oh it's not God. me. <laughs> I want to put it out there. What are you about to say? I am not the person who did this, okay? I'm not the person who did this. It was a person that I knew. I'm not even going to say that it's a friend. It's just a person that I used to know. Okay. Every Good Friday... We would uh, dress up in the like costumes. I'm not going to even say the business that we did it for, but we'd dress up for the, the in the like kids' costumes, and we'd go like around to the kids and stuff at this event, and like you know take photos in the like costumes as a mascot. As a mascot, yeah, we were in full blown mascot what uniforms. You, what it wasn't needed. just us; it was like a an actual you uniform. You need to say what you're dressed as. You no. have to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. We, you need to say it. No. Say it and we can be fine. Fine. I was dressed as a shrimp. <laughs> I was the smallest person there and the only one that fit into the uniform. Yeah. And so I was dressed as a shrimp. That's fine. Now. Did the person. There was two other people in costumes that I heard when they went on break, they fucked. They had sexual intercourse. I'm what are so we talking sorry. about? I know. I'm sorry. They they had sexual intercourse in these out. Well, that's the thing. Nobody knows how they did it. You know, I'm sure they weren't still wearing the uniform, well, but it was like Meg, a really hard one to get Meg, on and off. I didn't, don't know if anyone's ever had this chat to you. So when a, a mummy shrimp and a daddy shrimp <laughs> love shrimp. each other very much. <laughs> no, they weren't shrimps. But if I tell you what they were dressed as, then uh, you've got the full range. You know exactly where we were doing it. Well, if you can top that. Um, but anything like and getting back to the shoe oh, yeah. uh, focus. Yes. I think... I landed on Gumboot being one of the most undesirable shoes. 
uh, for attractiveness. Hmm. Also, those Dutch wooden clogs. I just can't imagine you yeah. clip clopping into the bedroom and everyone and anyone being turned on like, hang on, I'll be in a sec, honey. Because it sounds like in Monty Python when they're banging the coconuts together. That is a billion percent a porn category, a full one. Yeah, they do it for Oktoberfest. Now, don't ask me how I know that. Okay, I don't want to talk about it, but I, I know that that's been done before. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> But it would be the ugliest. No, Crocs is still on the top of my list. Fuck what? Fudge that. I said fuck. I didn't say the k. Okay. I think yeah, Crocs would be the worst. Tyler wears Crocs a lot. I don't want to imagine that. But like, why would you? I'm not talking about just wear that though. No, like nothing else. Sorry, no. I just meant like a lot of people we know wear Crocs. I'm not yeah. saying what they do in their private time. They can wear whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. But um, their Crocs are cool again, and yeah. against my will, because it's disappointing as uh, I guess a human mm. um, in general. Because I, if we had to bring back one shoe, I'll make one shoe cool that traditionally maybe hasn't been as cool over the last decade yeah we're doing dunlop volleys who plucked crocs out and said these are cool now when we had the goat tennis shoe available for 30 dollars at target and kmart yep kmart would become cool again it would is there (laughs) anything else you want to round off this conversation with just send in send in what the craziest thing that you guys have had sexual intercourse in. actually you know what i go back to saying fuck i hate yeah, it when you say sexual so, intercourse that sucks <laughs> so much worse when you guys get together and have a little party downstairs oh. what do you wear okay god 13 10 16 <laughs> this is not the radio <laughs> I really wish we had a number though because it's so easy. It's catchy. I do miss that. That's the one thing I loved about radio Uh, was you have a thought like this. Maybe this one they would have told me not to do on radio. but (laughs) Absolutely. You have a thought similar and then you get immediate response from soccer mums in their cars. Oh, how good. Because that's really the only person, people that are actually attentively listening. Tradies who are working on the site. We used to get that sometimes when we're on Triple M, but like as soon as we moved to the the commercial, we were on like it was called Hit or Fox if you're in Melbourne. Mm. And that yeah, it was pretty much just like people who knew us online and also just random mums. Yeah. All right. So you know I've been sick. I have been sick and uh in that time I have done nothing that is really productive. However, I did find an article <laughs> that I found highly amusing and I would love to share it with you all. Great. All right. Twitch star making beer with her own vaginal yeast. <laughs> so, <laughs> Caitlin Sigusa, I think I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, who's a Twitch and OnlyFans person, uh, is adding her own special ingredient to a beer she's creating with a Polish beer company. The ingredient is she is using her own vaginal yeast. Do you said it again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To create the beer. And in her words, she thinks that it'll make it creamier. Oh, Ah! Here's the thing. 
So a few years ago, and we th- I thought this was really when we all dropped the ball as a race was when Belle Delphine started selling her bath water. And I that was incredibly popular. Incredible. And in my head, I just thought, well, that's about as intimate <laughs> as you can really get yeah. in regards it like in regards to liquids. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got a few questions. <laughs> Me too. How much yeast okay. is one producing? I did have to read an entire article to figure this one out. Like how? Like what are we talking? No, no, no. There's so, no way she could turn out a slab a day. That's that's what I was thinking. I was like, geez, this sounds or is more yeasty like, infection. Is than- it like the the secret ingredient is like? One like everyone gets a, a dollop. No, no, no. So <laughs> the gyne- she goes to the gynecologist. Okay. They get this the swab, make sure and it's all healthy multiply. and stuff. Then they multiply there that shit and they grow her own yeast. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you don't like the word yeast, no, do you? I don't like the fact that people are purchasing someone's pussy bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah. I want to see the line. Of horn dogs waiting outside the liquor store, queuing up to buy this. It, it's such an online order, isn't it? Oh yeah. It is such a um, order that shit to a PO box. Oh yeah. Make the packaging discreet. Yeah, white packaging, dude. Like, that it, is, is has it gone well? Does it say like have they started selling it? Yeah, yeah, it's gone it's... well. I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She recently made nearly. Two million dollars while sleeping. Mm-hmm. I I gotta go. Oh god, look guys, I gotta go take a nap. I gotta go take a nap and stream that shiver me timbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was good. Yeah. That's that's a thank you so much for sharing that. And that is knowledge that not only myself, uh, <laughs> but all the listeners now can wish they never heard. <laughs> It's I, I'm now glad that I'm not the only one who has to live with the weight of knowing that that exists. Well, that's why I was going to tell you, Luke, just you. And then I'm like, no. I bring everyone bring, down with I'm me. Gonna, I'm going to pull every single listener that we have down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Guys, that's your punishment for tuning in every week and yeah. being the most supportive fan base known to mankind. How fruit tingling bad can you guys get? How dare you? Yeah. You got anything else? Oh, I do. Yeah, because yeah. you were going to say something at the end of. Yeah, I was going to say something at the end of the last podcast. Um, it's so each regional town that we went to, um, had like every person has a place where that one person is just like seen everywhere, and he's like the biggest degenerate, and they just and like you know. They'll be on the dance floor, like doing weird stuff, or they'll be like, you know, facing a wall, or like, I don't know, just doing some weird shit. And everyone's like, oh, it's okay. That's just Steve, mm-hmm. you know. Or so these are the three names that I recorded while we were while we were out. Now we already knew this one, Crazy Dave. It, this was in, in Nana. No, there's multiple places. So there's Broom as well. Oh, Broom right. was the crescendo because. It was already a character. I'm pretty sure that was established, yeah. and they meant it as like a no. That's literally him. Yeah, yeah. you're talking. Yeah, you're talking about people in, who go down in, in local Australian folklore that yeah. everyone in the town knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we already know Crazy Dave. Yeah, we met a guy named Crazy Dave once. It was sick, and he was crazy. We my my auntie 
drove us into the middle of the bush. And when I say middle of the bush, there wasn't a road. There, there was no road. She literally drove through bushes. She like cut down trees with her car to get to this place. And by the way, it was so weird. Like your family does live in a quite a small town. Yeah. Right. But then we went into the bush outside of that small town and it was it was positioned so weird. It was like, wasn't like, oh, let's go for a drive in the bush. She was like, oh, we need to go. I need to show you guys Crazy Dave. Like it was some kind of tourist attraction. Yeah. And then we went to this hut in the middle of the bush. And sure enough, there's a guy named Dave that had a, an entire abandoned like uh, community. Shack? Yeah. It was like, there was like a, a huge community that used to live out there, um, which like there was a few things that were burnt down though. And so really the only remaining real structure is this like old, like ha- I guess you could say sure. house it's shack. A shack. It's it- a shack. Yeah. And he had like parrots. There oh like yeah. Birds and the birds would swear at you. Yeah. The birds would be like, oh, I can't say it. Cause yeah. you know, even the bird, even the birds in Australia yeah. are having a crisis. You know, I put my finger. He's like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, it was really good. He kept this bird kept telling Luke to fuck off. It was amazing. Every time I put would my go up to through it, the gate, fuck off. And I was like, I deserve that. I went up to it and it was like, "Hello, hello," and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's so cute." And then Luke came up and it was like, Luke's like, "Hi," and he just goes, "Fuck off," <laughs> and tells. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Crazy Dave. Mm-hmm. And Crazy Dave ate things like the grass and stuff. Like he'd just eat grass clippings and whatnot. But yeah. he was living his best life. I was going to say, for a guy who was talked up as Crazy Dave, I didn't think he wasn't that crazy. No, I he thought, was he was insane. I was like, oh, this is like surprisingly level-headed Dave oh, for man. a guy who lives in the bush. I don't know. I feel like if you put Crazy Dave near anyone else, he would, he would be crazy. Yeah, in a town, but in in that scenario, yeah. in the bush. Oh, he was lovely. He was l- such a nice guy, he though. He had a fire going. He had a fire. He had beers. Yeah. He was so lovely. He was like, kind of living my dream. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he was living it up, man. He was living it up. Um, so there's Crazy Dave, right? And then I think at about three different places, there was always a Kyle. You know, I'd see someone doing something crazy and they'd be like, oh, it's just Kyle. And which is incredible because Kyles just have this reputation everywhere for mm. either being DJs, yeah. degenerates, or just constantly uh, like a on Kyle, ketamine. Yeah, a Kyle to me is like a skate park kid. Yeah, like, these weren't skate park kids though. They were like regional Kyles, you know. Kyles but, have different levels of extremities. Extremities? Extremes? Oh, sure. And... Kyle's in regional places are a different breed to a Kyle in a suburban place, you know? Yeah. I try and avoid J names and Kyle's <coughs> if I can. Mm. I know a few that are mean well. <laughs> I never avoid a Kyle. Oh, I do. But like, I like some of them. I, I pick and choose. My Kyle's and J name guys are like a buffet. I You've got to just be very pick, pickish. Pick it. Yeah. Picky with who you go with. I have my, m- multiple friends who are Kyle's. All of them are DJs, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're lovely. Yeah. You know, they're so nice. I think you get a USB and a birth certificate when you're born. Yeah. Like with just like a preloaded a set. deck, yeah. Yeah, for like 4 a.m. at revs, <laughs> like on it when the kid comes out of the womb. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my favorite one, we were in Broome and uh, 
there's this guy just going ham on the dance floor and he's doing his own thing. Like sweating it up. Sweating it up. He is away from people, but he's doing the thing where he wanders to different groups while like dancing crazy. Mm. And I was like, oh. He's not away from people. People were away from him. Yeah. He was where people were. Yes. Yeah. Type of operator that can uh, clear a room. Yeah. He's a people herder though. You know, he's the equivalent of a sheep dog. Because it's like sheep obviously move in the direction away from the dog, right? He is the dog in this situation, in this scenario. Because everyone's just moving around the dance floor. Anywhere where he is, they are not. And he does it without the help of flatulence. Yeah. He just does it with his energy. He doesn't I'm sure there is a little bit of poop in his pants, but, you know, he mostly does it with the the pure vibe. Yeah, so this guy, I did see him, he was thrashing around he was thrashing and i'm like oh man i'm like filming him because i'm like this is hilarious you're a bully i am a bit of a bully yeah i'm not gonna show it though all right i'm not gonna be that mean so what'd you film it for for my own personal enjoyment yeah it's (laughs) hilarious going back and watching this video you're gonna have to um yeah wait until meg launches a museum exhibit yeah personal archives (laughs) and um I was like, who's who's that guy? And the girl who I was with was like, ah, oh, it's all right. That's just Ping and Pete. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, she's like, oh, it's just Ping and Pete. You know, Ping and Pete comes here every Thursday, Saturday, and he just pings around, you know? And I'm like, is he pinging around or is he on pingers? And she's like, probably both. Yeah. You know, it's also, you told me this afterwards because I, I just saw the guy I didn't really ask anyone about him i didn't i wasn't like i didn't see that guy on the dance floor and go i want to know more about his backstory dude <laughs> but you clearly did what name who actually named someone a r- pinging pete right was his actual like this is so funny because lewis right lewis spears yeah. another comedian right uh one of our friends he has a character online that he's had for years called yeah. pinger pete Pinger Pete. And I messaged him. I was like, dude, you'll never guess. I just saw someone on a dance floor in Broome named Pinger Pete. Or, or, or Pinging, Pinging Pete. Yeah. I thought you said I thought you said his name was Pingers Pete. No, no, Pinger Pete. But Pinging, I'll, sorry, Pinging Pete. Nah, same shit. Because he's constantly pinging. So I messaged Lewis and saying he was like pretty excited. He was like, dude, I always knew that was the real guy out there. <laughs> like that the character was based off. I just That's the guy. Yeah. He literally like met this character. like he did this character and I was seeing it in person. It was amazing. Mm. I was like there's I can't believe this exists. And yeah, it was like the the most perfect crescendo and end to a tour yeah. of like meeting these insane, crazy people. That's another good one, actually. If this rings a bell for you, we'd love to know. Yeah, uh, well, who's the person like, in your town? Who's like, who's the local town weirdo? Yeah, and don't send us like sad ones because no. there's there's ones where I know the people too because I travel around and there's people that are known and they often have a sadder backstory. Yeah, I'm talking like you know, great example, uh, very popular one off Brown Cardigan, Mad Dog, right? Yeah. The guy who rides his bike. Everyone tradies go past. They're like, mad dog, you fucking mad dog. Yeah. He's like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> right? Sounds like Luke and Meg on their podcast. Fuck off. He sounds like that cockatoo, actually. <laughs> yes. Fuck off, fuck off. Right? So, like, that, he's, you know, again, I don't know his backstory. Maybe that guy does have a sad backstory. I have never looked into it, right? Maybe. All yeah. I know is these videos get shared around and 
I am amused. It's funny, it man. Fun. It's funny. I yeah, we don't want to hear the, the sad ones. But if we you've got like that. a little fun town weirdo, like like Ping and Pete, this was a guy out there just having a great time, pinging around the room. It's hilarious, and he's having the time of his life, though. That's the thing, you know. Like he knows everyone is calling him that, and he's just embraced it. Yeah. And and I respect the dude for doing it, honestly. The the more I go to like um small towns, the more I believe like people when they talk about their hometowns. Yeah. Like uh, for example, like a very this is a mainstream example, but there's a very popular American comedian who people might have seen on TikTok and stuff called Theo Vaughn. Right, mm. he's one of my favorite comics. He's so funny. So he has a, a very eccentric brain, and his podcast super popular because when he talks, you just like you feel like he doesn't even know where he's going next in the sentence, right? Because <laughs> he doesn't. And often <laughs> his stories will be like the oh uh, man, when I was young, this one guy, uh, his name was, and he was just like say the shit, and people like always debate whether or not his stories are real. Yeah, like I knew this one guy with like no arms. And we called him whatever, like yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. always just like a weird, random joke, right? And I always used to watch these stories with like, ah, oh, this like how are all these things real? There's no way it's all real. He must make up some of them, right? Yeah. And then the more you go to regional towns in Australia, even you meet like Ping and Pete, and these are real people. The more you kind of like, man, some of these things are probably real. And and Blake like Blake has these stories. He grew up in a town with seven thousand people in it, and he would just be like, "Oh yeah, this one kid at a high school," and like he would just show me stuff on Facebook that he sees still because he's still friends with them all. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. I mean, I had the elbow toucher in my primary school. That's a suburban <laughs> school, man. I'll never forget his name, but we can't no, say we it. can't say it again. We can't <laughs> dox him. My God. <laughs> But I did have a kid in school and he loved to touch an elbow, but without you knowing. Yeah. So he'd come up to you and he'd give your elbow a little tick, tickle and his a thing s- was hopefully getting away with it. Yeah. And someone would be like, hey, stop it. It's a serial elbow pest, <laughs> which is so strange. So strange. And then like, That'd I don't know. That'd be great to have if, if Netflix started making docos about like, lesser known predators like just just let lesser <laughs> tier ones she's like oh this guy can't stop touching elbows it's like an eight-part series dude that is zac my Ef- strange addictions dude <laughs> zac efron plays the lead in the movie <laughs> um and then you but there's crazy stories as well that come out of like it's like the first time that i ever went to nunup which is the regional town my family most of my family comes out of in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. First time I got in there was amazing. It was, I drive in and there's a goat in someone's front lawn wearing women's clothing. They dressed it up in a hat and a dress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's the occasion here? You know, why are we dressing up the goats? And they're like, that's just, it's everyday fit. And I'm like, you, why are we, are we, <laughs> What? It's a goat. It has a it. It's oh. it has its own fit. It grows a fit. It's it literally got hair on it. We don't need to put a fit on a goat. It was. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I'm here for it. The goat was slaying that outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's like what? And then we went in to get some fuel, and they were like, "Oh, we'll we'll book in for dinner here." And I'm like, "We're at a petrol station. <laughs> Why are we booking in for dinner 
at a petrol station. They were like, oh no, it's the new Chinese restaurant as well. <laughs> and I was like, There's not just like a massive demand for what? pies. And what? Pies and chips. I've never had to book in to a petrol station for dinner before. I hate businesses that do two completely different things. Like, if don't be good at one thing. Be good at being <laughs> a service station and just be a great service station. You don't do need that. to then dabble in Chinese food on the side. Or what is even scarier is being a Chinese restaurant and dabbling in petrol <laughs> on the side. The funniest one was when we went there because I was you were meeting my family. So we weren't doing it for shows. There was no like reason other than to meet family. Mm-hmm. We go into like a cafe and I watched the kids that were working there, the teenagers that were working there, their mind just scramble. And when you came up to the counter, they weren't like, oh my God, hi. They were just like, why are you here? Yeah. What are you doing here? What is happening? They were just like confused. They were like, why? Why are you here? You could just, I just saw like the, <laughs> them in their brain. Like I never thought I'd get a Luke Kidgel in my Pokedex. <laughs> working here like i never thought i'd see one in the wild yeah they were like that was in their head like i was always just going to be like blanked out like just as a mystery and a question mark majority of people they see on the internet would be a mystery to them they'd be like nah they would never why would they come here? i think i spend so much time in regional towns where people are i mean i feel like just because nothing ever happens in those towns people are shocked that like anyone they recognize from outside of the town would be in there yeah like even if i even if like I was just someone from Perth, yeah, yeah. they would be like, "Why? What are you doing here? Why? Why? Why come here? Yeah. Leave." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "We don't know what to do. Do we take a photo? Do we kick you out? Like, <laughs> do yeah. we bottle you? What the fuck happens now? I was fudged." That is the most common question I will get if someone does like know who I am or yeah. whatever from Why the internet. Are you here? Is what are you doing in? And then insert whatever shithole I'm currently standing in. And it's valid, man. Mm. It's valid. Like, why? And and it's a great question because I always go, I... I don't just, know. <laughs> even when I have a show, I still question why I'm there. Usually, though, <laughs> there is a show, right? When we're going through those places, yeah. there is a show. When we dropped that, oh, we've got family here, they were, they were like, what? 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 Yeah, because you've just told them I'm most likely related to them in some way. Yeah. <laughs> They're like familiar cousin, m- brother, what? <laughs> but um yeah, no. There's always a person. There's always one. There's all you've always got one in your town. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear sad stories, but like, you know, if you've got one these ha- or they, she, them, people, they might be like a goat. A goat wearing a hat. Yeah. You know? Um I've got one more thing to bring up. Okay, yeah. Before we wrap this episode up, <laughs> nip it in the bud. Yeah, is that the expression? Nip it in the bud. Yeah. What does that mean? Nip it in. The, I, I know. Like, I know done. how to use it, but like you're gonna get it. Nip it in the bud. What is it in that reference to? Is it like a well, sewing like, thing? No, no, no. What's, what's you know nip? when a dog bites you? No. And all. <laughs> I've never you... been bitten by a dog. <laughs> When like a, this is what my family used to say. When something nips you in the butt, when something bites you on the butt, no, it's, it gets I think, you moving, I think the phrase right? is nip it in the bud. Oh, it's not nip it in the butt? No. <laughs> I don't think so. What? It's nip it in the bud, is it not? Nip it in the I bud. I it was butt. 
What the fuck? Nip something in the bud means to suppress or destroy something at an early stage. Oh my god. The idea god. has been nipped in the bud. By... I thought it was nipping in the butt the whole time. I thought it meant oh, like when you yeah, nip it's, it no, in the butt. The flower. Oh. When a leaf or flower is beginning to form, it's just a little bud. And if you nip it or cut it, they won't grow. So you stop it from growing early. <sighs> my whole life. I've thought it is nipping in the butt. Yeah. And I thought it was in reference to something biting you on the butt. It gets you moving. Yeah. You're like getting it. You're like, all right, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm so dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, every, every podcast I come away from, I just realize how inferior my brain is. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. Okay, well, that's, hey, stop putting yourself down. Oh, all right. Yeah, what are we nipping in the bud? What is concerning is most people like lose brain cells listening to this. Yeah. You gain them. I'm learning things every day from this podcast. Wow. So our dear friend uh and uh he's so he, in the Discord, he also does some work for us, uh Whitey, right? And um what? Is that recording? Is recording. Okay. He's one of these guys in our life that we've uh, since become very good friends with him. Uh, and we, our server was down. He set up a server in our office and it was down. So we were doing some like, you know, uh, troubleshooting yesterday. So Jack's speaking to Whitey. Mm. And Whitey's like, sorry, I didn't reply earlier. Um, I was out uh, looking for a fire truck. And we're like, oh, cool. And obviously his son <laughs> uh, loves fire trucks. Oh, right? not like a real fire truck. Well, his son loves fire trucks. Yeah. Right? And Jack and I were like, oh, that's cute. Like yeah. Christmas coming up. and Like a toy fire truck. Because we went over to his house, uh, you know, when we were in his town on tour. Yeah. And we, we met, you know, his family and we were playing with the fire trucks with his kids and stuff, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's absolutely lovely. So cute. And he's, you know, he's... And then... Jack raises the question. Jack's like, huh, it's Whitey. He probably actually bought his kid a fire truck. And I was like, because huh. <laughs> rich people do that. Yeah, yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. And then um, today, no. I, <laughs> no, I, I checked our Luke and Meg Discord. No, Whitey, no. <laughs> he bought a fire truck. No, he didn't. What? What do you mean? He, what? I need a break. What? <laughs> This man has bought a real fire truck. Dude, what? that's dad of the what? year. He's, his kids like fire trucks. What so instead of getting them a toy fire truck for Christmas, he got them an actual fire truck. So he's going to be driving that around? Well, no, he's, he's still in the process of getting his uh, truck license. So like, wait, he's going to keep it. They're keeping the fire truck. No, he keep it. He bought it. He reckons he got a good deal on it. He didn't tell me how much, but... You know, I don't know what a good deal on a fire truck is. But I didn't also, how do you even know what's a good deal? Yeah. Like, it, it, like I don't know what the going rate for a fire truck is. Oh, my God. Rich people are just an, another breed, man. He's trying to get a register for it so he can drive it around. It's got a special interest registration. And he's getting his truck license so he can drive it. And he's showing his kids on the weekend. But he's like, oh, man, I've... He's so, he, dude, he's such a strange guy. He's just like always got something going on like yeah. this where he's just like doing side quests because he's like, you know, he's, he's uh, very successful. He runs like a, a business that's been quite successful. Yeah. So he just does he's like a hard so, worker as well. side quests. So 
He's like, oh, I'm pretty busy though. I've got a Christmas show to put on in two weeks. I bought over 5,000 lights, so I'm focusing on that. And I go, a show? Or are you just decorating your house? And he just goes, it's like, a, he's like doing one of those light shows at his house. Oh, yeah. That sync up with the music. Yeah, yeah. So he's had to put his fire truck on hold. Oh. To attend to the five. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love dude. having friends like this that do like weird shit that it's so entertaining you can just like look into their lives and watch it vicariously and you get pretty much all the benefits but you don't have to do none of the work like apply for a fire truck license it's just like whenever i feel bored with my life yeah i just read hit stuff like that yeah and i'm like oh yeah that's really interesting what the heck he bought a fire truck oh my god yeah so Oh, my God. So, what are you getting me for Christmas? I, God, nothing like that. Oh, you actually found one of the, I'm, I'm an idiot. Found? I, I, was, you were, I was told that you told, told them to give it to me. What? No, 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 not the shoes. That's your anniversary present. Oh. Um, I, no, no, no. I was looking up one of the presents that I wanted to get you for Christmas, which was called Sticky Golf. Yeah, I'm not so going to lie. Like a thing. I saw it and I was like. I didn't even assume it wasn't even a present because I was like, there's no way she would get this. I And I was considering it until you were like, no. It looks so, like so much fun because it's like, it's it's basically just like a sticky wall that you can like, like obviously bring up yeah. and put down and stuff. So you can put it away and whatnot. It doesn't have to always stay up and you just putt. You like do your putts and stuff and you try to get it onto the numbers. It's like top golf, but like small with putts. I don't play golf. I just thought you might like it. <laughs> I thought you might like it because we can't get, we're not going to get a pool table for a while probably. We didn't talk about that. Oh, you want a pool table? Okay, we're getting a pool table <laughs> for Christmas. I think, I think that just said no, it. No, actually, I guess- Meg's bank account is going to break. No, it's actually <laughs> something we need to talk about with the listeners of this show because- this show Do you want to do the pool table? Is between the, Yeah, so this show is hindering my ability to have a pool table in our new house. Which <laughs> I'm I'm not happy with and I guess something that Meg and I need to discuss more off camera. You want to get rid of the table and put a pool table where this is, don't you? No, I don't want to use that room. I don't want to use the big room as the podcast room. Okay. I want to use the big room as a pool room. Yeah. And shove the podcast into a corner. <laughs> You want to make our set. Daddy wants to play billiards. <laughs> okay, okay. I see what you're doing. But everyone's I see against what you're doing. this. I know what you're doing. Let's look at the house first. Come on, guys. Wouldn't we all agree listening to this that our pool table's fun? Once again, we have I work so goddamn hard. We we need to serve a pool table. We haven't even seen the house yet, Luke. Speak all for right. yourself. I drove past it the other day. That's not the same. You haven't been inside the house yet. Yes, but I lurked on the outside like a weirdo with You're my family. You're creep. That is so creepy, but I'm also so, like glad that you got to see I'm just it. lining up some pool shots. Okay. All right. We'll have a discussion. Mum and dad will talk about it. Kids, just wait. Wait your turn and we'll tell you what's happening with the, the podcast. All right. While Luke's lining up the shots, I'm going to do the outro. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I got one more little tidbit. All right, go. I know this episode's going on. Yeah. But, um, this just reminded me doing. I was doing like um 
air versions of playing pool. Yeah. Like miming it. Um, have you got wind of that as like our new in joke backstage that we all do? It's one thing I've, I've never voiced to anyone. I don't ever anyone. get to go backstage. Yeah. So Before the show, like me, Blake, Joseph um, and Jack. Yeah. We'll all like pretend like we're kicking around a footy like behind the stage. <laughs> Like all the That's time. So sad. Like that is so because sad. Because we don't have a ball. You don't have a ball. You that is so if anyone saw that in the audience, <laughs> no, they will so, instantly be bummed out so like, of how sad that is. You know like how the, when you go to like a see a, a theater show and there's like the big curtain? Yeah. Often like that'll be put down at half stage. Yeah. So we have the whole second half of the stage behind the the curtain where like we're just like, usually we're just running around, like taking fake speckies on each other and kicking the ball. And like, we played a whole mime game of markers up. Who won? Well, like what, what, what's sad is I was once going for goal and I missed a shot in my own fantasy. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, I don't even have the confidence to like <laughs> kick it straight when I don't even have a ball. That's so yeah, we sad. do it a lot. It uh, is weird, isn't it? Because it started off as a joke, like where we just like it was started off as a, a meme where we were like, wait, pass, pass, and we were like, oh, and then that person was like, oh, good pass, and then we just keep walking. Yeah, and then the joke escalated to the point where someone's like, go long, go long, and then someone will kick it a fake ball, and then they pretend to mark it. Yeah, and then it just all, and sometimes like the sound tech, because like in these theaters, they, they have stage managers. No, they just stare at us. Like, yeah, they're just like, what are they imagining a ball? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we like we, we run out leads and we like people probably have seen it for like during the wing like throughout the wing. Sometimes I'll just sprint through the wings, take <laughs> a fake mark, and then just They're just like, do we really want to watch this guy? Yeah. Hey honey, um we should leave. Let's leave. We should definitely not be here. I, I feel like you, we shouldn't be watching this. It gets you more hyped up for a show than just like a you know a fake a footy fake match. Specky. Specky. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, just reminded me of that. Thank you so much for listening, uh, Luke. We appreciate your thoughts as always, and we will see you again next week. Remember, we're winding down, so settle down, kids. All right, settle, settle the the what's settle the, the nine inch nails down. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Settle down. All right. And also, don't swear as much, kids. Yeah, All re- right. replace it with bands from the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Foo Fighters. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs>